Aloha. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Sunshine Tiki here. It's October, and that means it's Halloween time or near Halloween, and those of us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge do love to celebrate Halloween in just about any way we can, so we have another flashback podcast episode to you. This one from October 20th, 2012. It's episode 263, and in this podcast, you will find Sunshine's List, more songs of Halloween-themed exotica that I've picked out that I think you'll like. And you'll find another punch recipe in this episode, as you did episode 190, the flashback episode we aired just before this one. This one is a vodka rum punch that we call the Witch's Minge, and we've served it at a few Halloween parties, and it's generally always a hit. Enjoy episode 263, back from 2012. Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. This is our Halloween spooktacular. Ooh, that was the worst scary voice ever I just did. It was pretty bad. It was like old lady, you, old lady dying it, voice. Is it feeling spooky in here? Mm, yeah, actually it is. Although it always looks spooky in here, to be quite honest. Well, I kind of like it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's always dark. and Ni- Nice and dark. Evilly lit. So, listeners, ladies and gentlemen, we're here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head, and we are going to play you a little over 30 minutes of Halloween Exotica this week. Oh, that so sounds that good. you, well, we get to we get to talk less. Yes, I, and I like that. Maybe I like drink to drink a little more, more and talk less. Talk a little yes. less, and we're going to play some great <laughs> Exotica for you. So, you, you know, you, you hear some now, but I will let you know the name of all the songs that are coming up so that you can hear them, mm-hmm. and uh, also... Download them in time for maybe your Halloween party because there's plenty of stuff out there. Some with lyrics, some without. Uh, some that's a little more uh, exotic and spooky. And then you know, and some of the stuff with lyrics is actually perfect for Halloween, and you're about to find out. You know, uh, we'll and see. and instead of the listener mail segment this week, we I posted uh, on Facebook on our Zen Tiki Lounge page. You got any questions for us? We got tons of questions. So that is going to be the listener feedback portion See of the show. See how much I have patience to answer. And we always have a cocktail with the show. But you know, sometimes you don't need a recipe. And a lot of you out there who play with your rum and mm, uh, you play with liquors, you, you know that you can fashion yourself a quick cocktail. And you don't particularly need a recipe. And this is, you know, there's some, oh, some grapefruit and some cranberry and some falernum and yes. some rum. And, and it's a lovely spooky red color. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. kind of fits with the Halloween theme. And uh, so no name for it, but uh, I will post the recipe for the punch that we'll be drinking at the Big Zen Tiki Lounge party this year. And did you uh, bring... I'm bringing back the Witch's Min. Oh, it's the best name ever, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) It is a punch bowl recipe, so... You should call it the Witch's Retro Minge, because it's it's the reboot of it. And Mm. you know what retro minging is, don't you? 
Isn't that peeing backwards? It's an animal that pees backwards. Or shoot when the pee, he pees And what animals do that? Just to educate um, like listeners? Cows and stuff, I think, right? They pee backwards? Well, it's not like they pee. It's like when they pee, the stream goes back instead of going forward like oh, a dog. Oh, oh. Yeah, and I think it's like cows and stuff. But I, you know what? I'm probably totally wrong. Hippos, maybe? I don't know. Listeners, <laughs> you know, hippos poop in that water that they hang out in all the time. And it comes out like diarrhea. And then they fan it with their tail to spread it in the water. We talk about just about anything Yeah, well, I watched podcast. that this weekend. And there's also a really disgusting show on the animal planet now yeah. that's called Eating Giants. Oh, and yeah. it's, an Af- it's a crew in Africa that once a, an elephant or hippo dies, they set up video cameras around it to see how many animals and stuff can eat it. That could be kind of cool. It is foul. I mean, it's foul. But, yeah. Bugs and maggots, and but it's the yeah, it's disgusting. And did they hang out the next day when the vultures come and Seven days. Part? No, they hang out until it's bones. Oh, wow. Yeah, so bugs and hyenas and vultures and... I think that also yeah, fits along yeah, yeah. with our Halloween I'm theme. trying, I'm trying. Yeah. yeah, so watch that. It was cool. So why don't I go uh, dig around in the mail sack? Okay. And, and we'll come but back. But said there was no mail. Well, it's it's the listener feedback from we online. We need a different yeah. sound then because it's not coming out of a sack. I'll see what I can All do. Right. We'll be right back. Yeeky not the usual noise. Is that the noise of when mail is by email and not by post? Well, it's... Oh, it hurts. Ow. Okay, well, stretch the mail out of that. Plasticky. There. There, I've got it. I've got it all out now. All right. It's like taking wax out of your ears. I so so the question... That's a lot of comments. I said starshine and sunshine are in the lounge, and in just a few minutes, we'll take your question, something about tiki booze related or anything at all, and here's what we get. Cynthia asked... Mm-hmm. I've been craving a proper daiquiri lately, and I've been having trouble finding a bartender to make one. Should I just only make my own, or would it be all right if I started carrying around a little recipe card to give to young bartenders? What do you think, Starshine? You think she should carry it in the flask in her purse? <laughs> That's what I think. If they can't make it right, then why pay the money for it? Well, bar- bars tend to not like it when you... Uh, bring your own or give them cards but i actually cynthia i think it is always okay especially when you order something as well as simple as a classic daiquiri that any bartender should know how to make but i think that for a daiquiri most people don't because they make that blended slurpy concoction concoction. so i you know i don't i think if it's a simpler drink i know a daiquiri is supposed to be simple but everyone most major restaurants that you go to bartender is going to give you that daiquiri. Yeah, I mean, because all you need is, is lime juice, sugar, rum, and ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all you need for a proper uh, Hemingway-esque daiquiri. But Cynthia, don't be afraid to, yeah, either having your, your phone or, um, or a card and, and show that to the bartender because you know what? Bartenders tend to work off tips. And if they're unwilling to let you tell them what's in a drink, they don't get a tip. Yeah, or call it a different name and say, I want this drink, can you make it? And show them the ingredients. Can I have the scrum diddly Yes. <laughs> and they don't know how to make it. And then, get, show and then them. tell them the recipe yes. for a lime daiquiri. Yes, and then they'll be, it'll be perfect. Uh, but, you know, I have, I've, I've found myself in places where I needed to give a recipe, and I don't think I've ever, I don't think I remember ever having a bartender who was offended. No? No, they pretty much, now, here's the deal, though. If it has more than one uh, hard spirit in it, like rum, whiskey, vodka, etc., they will charge you up the hilt. Yeah. Because they'll charge you for each of the uh, spirits that are in it. 
So, you know, there, that could be a problem. But if you're having a daiquiri, it's just one spirit. It's just the rum. Yes. So that really shouldn't be a problem. So, Cynthia, don't you worry about that at all. Now, Curtis said, and here's a little story now. Curtis actually has been a listener since day one. He, he has, has actually listened to every all 263 episodes of this podcast. and We appreciate it. Uh, well, um... One of the other girls and I actually met Curtis for a drink at Frankie's Tiki Room in mm-hmm. Vegas just last weekend, and it was uh, it was a good time. It was very nice seeing uh, Curtis and his partner and his friend Howard, mm-hmm. and we had we had a drink and uh, chatted and chatted and chatted, and over two hours went by. And you know, it's always nice when you can have a drink and time just flies by in the dimly lit, mysterious. And then Frankie's and then Tiki Shannon bar. and I we heard the slot machines calling, mm-hmm. and we had to get back to the strip and. And gamble our night away. Yes. Well, with your uh, cup of nickels. Curtis's question is I like the idea of a recipe card, so he agrees. Cynthia, go ahead and do that. While in Las Vegas last week, and I ordered an Alabama Slammer, and they had no idea how to make it. So, Sunshine, would it be considered rude for us to give the bartender's recipe card? No, it really wouldn't. And I've never actually had an Alabama Slammer, but what is in it? Because I know it's been around for a long time. Well, an Alabama Slammer. You gotta say Slammer. Alabama (laughs) Slammer. It has it. a liquor in it that I don't like. Uh, southern Comfort. Oh, yeah, I don't like Southern Comfort I either. I don't either, and Curtis told me how much he does like Southern yeah. Comfort. And so, yeah, you, you have to have Southern Comfort, which a, a well-stocked bar is always going to have. Well, yeah, most bars are going to have Southern They're going to have it. Uh, so, yes, you go ahead and give them the card. Now, Stacy says, Hi, Sunshine. I just showed a recipe to a friend bartender. And it was the Gold Rush. One and a half ounces of Canton ginger, one ounce of Knob Creek whiskey, 0.5 ounces of lemon juice. She gladly obliged. What are ZTL's thoughts on bourbon? Well, you know what? I like a good cocktail of any variety. Mm. Yeah, bourbon's not one of the things that I like. It's a little sweet. It can me. it can be a little sweet, but then some rums are a little sweet, too. But that's kind of like, you know, uh, your... your uh, Partner is love affair with Jack. He loves Jack Daniels. And I, it's too sweet for me. I now. cannot stand Jack yeah. and Coke, for example, because you're adding sweet to sweet, and it's super sweet, and you don't put any citrus or anything. It's not balanced. It reminds That's me of thing. being 21, and it puts yeah. that bad taste in my mouth of being really hungover. Yeah. <laughs> now I much prefer Jack and Ginger. Okay. Uh, that's It's much better now. It's still sweet, but the ginger ale, I think, just helps balance it a little better. And Jack and Ginger with a squeeze of lime or a squeeze of lemon, not a bad cocktail at mm, all. Might have to try that one. So, Stacy, yeah, and, and Knob Creek, is a, it's a good bourbon. I, you know, I, I think that's a good one. Um, Jack Daniels goes, goes in there as well. And, you know, I have a friend who really likes to use the wild turkey. Oh, well. Uh, you know, it's a little a little bottom shelf, but uh, makes a good mint julep, too. Mm-hmm. So, Stacy, we like the bourbon now and then. Why wouldn't we? Let's see. Our friends over at Let's Tiki, and you can go to letstiki.com. You can check out their uh, video episodes. They'll tell you mm-hmm. how to make cocktails and some other shenanigans. Or wear one of their lovely shirts that I have. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do have their shirts. It says, have you ever made your own all-spice dram? I had a cocktail at Bryant's in Milwaukee last night, and it was awesome. I would love a good recipe for the stuff. Well, you know what? I've been to Bryant's as well, and mm-hmm. Bryant's is one of those almost speakeasy uh, bars where they don't have a drink menu. Is it a dive bar? It is definitely. Well, it's not a dive bar, no. But it's it's actually more dimly lit than your average tiki bar. Mm, so and I like it's it. in it's in this like what looks like a white house on the corner of a street mm-hmm. in the middle of a residential area for the most part. 
and you go in there and it's very dimly lit and you find yourself a place to sit. A cocktail waitress or bartender will come over and they will ask you what you want and they are happy to craft you a cocktail based on what you tell them you like. Oh, that's which great is really good. I tipped higher there than I do at most places because I told them that I wanted something with peach mm -hmm. and sour mm -hmm. and rum. Mm -hmm. And they came back with something that, you know, again, didn't have a name because they'll make something unique. And it was just fabulous. And I had three of them. And you'll never have it again. No, I won't because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what was in it. And that's how they get you back. But Branton, Milwaukee is a great place. And now back to your question. Have I ever made my own allspice dram? No, I have not. Allspice Dram, folks, uh, you can buy the St. Elizabeth's, which is that tall, narrow bottle there. Oh, it's a there. beautiful bottle. Actually, it's a nice bottle. I like it. It is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I don't know I haven't made it. And um, will I post a recipe for you? I do have a recipe that I actually got from another listener of the show, and I have yet to try it. What would that entail? Like boiling it down or something? Well, yeah, you have to you have to simmer. Um, when you do when you do one of those, you either are going to simmer the the spices and seasonings and such. Um, you're going to simmer them in water, or you may just soak them in a high-proof liquor, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes overnight, 48 hours, sometimes longer, depending. Some take weeks. Uh, it really depends. But, you, you know, alcohol and or water at high temperature will pull all of the good uh, flavors and essences, the essential oils, out of uh, the, the spices. They need to be fresh, of course. And, um, and then you can combine them with uh, some simple syrup to add some sweetness and make yourself a liqueur. So, no, I haven't made it, but I'm going to, but uh, I will Picture send it you... Picture tastes like a giant gingerbread man. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Well, no. allspice you put in gingerbread. That's why I'm picturing. That's what. That's all I'm picturing. Oh, no. Yeah. All, it's very spicy and mm -hmm. very sweet, and it's quite delicious. And our, our friends at Flaming Tiki, remember we went out to their place? Yes. Uh, that was They fun. make their own allspice mm -hmm. dram, and they put it in a couple of the cocktails that they make. So they still had the best backyard I've ever seen. It was amazing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, the Flaming Tiki Lounge and Gardens. Yes, well, needed the gardens added on to it. Stacy, oh, Stacy said, do share Let's Tiki, so they're hoping that they'll they'll have a recipe there. Um, and Stacy then also said, pouring rain in Pennsylvania. Oh my God! What's rain? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. I've heard about it. I've heard that it actually falls from the sky, and oh. I think that's kind of scary. What is it that falls? I don't know. I'm, I, I, we'll have to we'll have to look up this rain thing. Yeah. But I also heard the East Coast had a uh, earthquake a couple days ago. We know what that is. A big whopping 4.0. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pussies. I don't mean to mock anyone, but we wouldn't even get out of our chairs for that. <laughs> no, no we, re we really wouldn't. Throw a hurricane at us and it'd be another story. But... Or rain. Not so much. Yeah, uh, it rained. And uh, Kimberly says, Why do some bartenders think sweet lime juice stuff in a bottle is actual lime juice now, Kim? I don't know why they think that. Now, you, we've all seen the uh, Rose's Grenadine syrup, right? Yes. They also make the sweetened lime juice. But you know what? Did you know why and where that comes from? I do not. Well, uh, you know, there was a... A time when there was a the lime dog, drought? Forgive the dog. No, not a lime drought, but... Um, Back during the uh, uh, British Royal Navy days, they would want to, um, you know, preserve lime juice sometimes because they're on long trips across the ocean. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the limes will rot after, you know, a week or two. And especially sure. in the humid 
Um, Underbelly of a sail ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the ocean, uh, the limes don't do too well, and they mm -hmm. tend to shrivel real quick. And so, um, so you can do two things to preserve lime juice. You can actually put it in some alcohol, mm -hmm. and that will preserve it. But of course, then it has alcohol in it. Or you can that. put it in a simple syrup. Mm -hmm. And the high amount of sugar retards. It's kind of like pickling. The, you know? the yeah, it mm -hmm. retards the uh, growth and formation mm -hmm. of uh, bacteria and such, sure. and so that's how Rose's lime juice came to be, uh, and you know, and, and that went on for quite some time. And you know, uh, the first factory producing the lime juice was actually set up by Rose. So Lo that's why they call it. That's the why they call girls. it. And it was on a commercial street um, in Leith in 1868. Then after World War II, um, well, the company saw its uh, market share in the UK grow, and in 1957 was bought by the Schweppes company. And so, what was it being used for originally? Always in drinks. Yes. Okay. So, it, and and quite often. But were they used just adding in, it to like tonic water before? I mean, used you know in gin-based drinks, okay. but used in other cocktails as well. But it is super, super, super sweet. It almost is so sweet, it has very little lime essence to it at all. But it is a combination of lime juice and the lime oils from the peel. Maybe Kehlani would like it. She likes the really sweet. She drinks. might. Yeah. She might. So there you go. A little bit of, a little bit of info on Rose's lime juice and for the most part should never be used in a cocktail and it is absolutely not lime juice. And if you ever order a drink at a bar that uses that in a drink that you know should have lime juice in it, just absolutely don't accept it. Mm. Just don't accept it. Now, you can use a splash of Rose's lime juice in something like a gin martini. And of course, then it becomes not a true martini at all. Sure. However, if you're somebody who can't stand just a solid liquor libation, a splash of Rose's lime juice is actually, it, it adds a little bit of sweet and it adds a little bit of thickness to the drink. And that's another thing that people don't like sometimes is, is a martini is, it's very thin. Because True. alcohol like is thinner than water. Yeah. And and people tend to think like, oh, I'm just drinking water. They suck them right down and then they're so hammered and they fall And then they regret the it. And it's a good night after that. So you can add a, a splash of the Rose's Lime Juice to some gin-based cocktails and some other cocktails. But for the most part, I, I don't even have any. I actually... The, the last time I had a bottle of that stuff at my bar was when someone brought it as a gift and I was like, oh, oh thank thanks. You. And then I, I think I probably actually ended up throwing it away. Maybe you could put it on a snow cone or something. That actually is not a bad mm -hmm. thing to do with That's it. That's what you should do with it. Put yeah. it on a snow cone. It is basically super, super, super sweet lime juice. And then Shannon said, hi, sunshine. Hi, starshine. Mm, hi, Shannon. And let me just refresh this and make sure that nobody else has sent us a question. Nope, I think that about does it. So I want to say mahalo to everybody who was on Facebook and answered the question and, and, and gave us something to chat about in lieu of our regular listener mail segment. Now, if you would like to send us your correspondence, you can do that to mail at zentikilounge.com. I think that you will be quite quite lucky and or excited to hear us answer your question right here on the show. Now, well, who wouldn't it be? It's time to play some Halloween music. Okay. What do you think about that? That sounds peachy keen. Well, so let's pull some up right now. Now, I told you that we have some music that is going to is going to put on a real good uh, background for your uh, Halloween party or your darker themed tiki bar moment, whatever you want to call just it. just your Monday night. Some with some <laughs> with lyrics, work. some without. So, the first 3 songs that we are going to play for you 
We're gonna play Clouseau, and this song is called Shrunken Heads, and it has some, some uh, it has a bit of a voodoo-esque quality to it. And then so. we're gonna play That Hypnotizing Man by Don Tiki, and literally, um, this song walks you through uh, someone being hypnotized. Oh, and do you think that, I mean, do you think you could be hypnotized? I don't think I, I could. Someone has tried to hypnotize me twice, yeah. and I just thought I it was a joke. I don't think I could ever I, relax enough to do it. I don't think so either. And then there's a Kahuna Kowensman, and his song, um, Passage to a Papiti. And this one is, you know, it's just darker, and so I think it fits. So we're going to play those three songs right now, and then Starshine and I'll be right back, and then we've got some more songs to throw at you, and we hope that you are in a darker Halloween mood just like we are. <laughs>
losing man He will fit you in his plans And then hit you with demands He knows you well, you're in his spell That hypnotizing man Be careful, don't you look into his eyes You'll be doing crazy things before you realize
Will Starshine, what did you think about what about the the drinks, cocktails? What did you think about what did you think about the music? The last song we heard, it was like a cross between Jungle Cruise and Sixties and Rave. Yeah? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's definitely definitely not a bad thing. Jungle Cruise dance party. <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, let's see. What else was... What else was think about? Oh, uh, so listeners will often ask us uh, when it comes to uh, planning a party, what are some tips? And, you know, and I've said a couple of these a lot of times. I, I'm going to tell you what I did today because, you know, in, in a week we're having the big party here. Here we are. So uh, I always um, make extra crushed ice put it in a bag and tie it off so that it doesn't get freezer funk. Mm -hmm. And then I keep it in the freezer. But even, you know, I I wasn't going through my ice fast enough, which just means I haven't been having enough parties. No. So I went through the freezer and I pulled out some of those bags of ice and I got rid of it because uh, I don't want uh, people to get freezer funk in their cocktails. That would be awful. Unless you didn't like them and want them to leave. Well, yeah. They might not leave because they'll be drunk. That's right. Yeah. And well, you know, and a lot of the people I serve drinks to, they're not going to notice that in the cocktail, whereas as I do, and a lot of and a lot of our listeners who uh, put a lot of time and effort into crafting cocktails, I'll they notice, would notice because you've turned me into a snob. Well, I'm glad. Yes, I would notice and spit the drink at you. I'd oh be my like, this goodness! This free drink is shit. So a good thing to do a week before your party, if you have that automatic ice maker, is. Start dumping that ice maker into some plastic grocery bags or whatever and tie them off nice and tight so you can prevent, you know, airflow and then put them in your freezer. And then when your party comes, you have a bunch of ice because no ice maker and ice crusher in a refrigerator or freezer is going to keep up with a party that has more than four people. And, <laughs> and what's a party? I always people? say a party is 10 or more. Yes, I agree with that. Anything less than that. It's a get-together. It's a get-together. We, we are sharing a brain. Yes. I agree now, with you. Now, you can have a cocktail party mm-hmm. with less than 10, yes. but not a true party. No, a true uh, party just, is people drunk and stupid. Yeah. There's, over, there's, over 10. There's no real definition of yes. these things, but that, I don't know. That's just, that's just kind of how I feel about it. So. Or as one mind. Now... Starshine, you're a you're a literate person. You're a smart person. You're a woman of the world. Oh, you're just buttering me up for something. And speaking of being a woman, mm-hmm. um, are you familiar with this new um, this new affliction that, that people are coming down with? Particularly one person. Oh no, I'm not. What it's is called it? Romnesia. Romnesia. Does he have yes. that in a binder? Uh, <laughs> well, all I know about Romnesia is the disease is basically described by an individual mm-hmm. who. Um, <laughs> makes statements and or promises one week and then completely flips around and says the opposite the next week and then when called on it says, no, I didn't. Oh, well, that's a politician. Even though, mm-hmm. even though uh, it's it's on audio, video, combinations of both, online, it's in print media, it's everywhere. You really can't make it go away. He's a, a true politician so, <laughs> or so, a lawyer. So Romnesia <laughs> is this thing that, you know, it's going around and um, the Fox News reporters are catching it as well. They are also having a difficult time remembering actual factual statements that were made just a week or two ago, days well, ago that's even. typical. And you know what I found interesting about the debates yeah. was after the debates were over, just switching back and forth between Fox and CNN and MSNBC, mm-hmm. which, you know, CNN and MSNBC pretty much have the same opinion. Right, right. But switching back and forth and, you know, one minute to the next, totally different opinions when you switch the channels. 
oh, he won it, oh, he won it, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, which is so f- interesting to we don't, watch. We don't get political too often here at the lounge, but no. we've had our drink, and so we're getting yeah. there. And this is this is kind of what I noticed about the second presidential debate was um, uh, Romney said a couple of things mm-hmm. or failed to say a couple of things to in any way acknowledge that women are like, you know, intelligent or should, I don't know, uh, that they're 50, more than 50% of the voting population actually, well, isn't it's it? So 51 or 52% shoot, yeah. of, yes. of people are women. Yes. Yeah. So you might want to, I don't know, say things that make women happy so they'll vote for you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if you don't, even if you don't mean it, you may even want to you, say it. Even if you're going to have her amnesia the next yes. day. And I'd and, like to, the binder comment. I don't know if you've <laughs> been on Amazon.com. No, but there no. are people posting reviews about how their women don't fit in binders. You need to go. I don't understand. Okay, so people have gone onto Amazon and they found um, a, a binder that's for sale. Uh huh. And they've made comments underneath about how like the a binder, binder, as in like a three ring binder. Yeah, a three ring okay. binder. So you need to go to Gawker because they're the ones mm-hmm. who are talking about it. But people have put reviews in about how their women keep falling out of the binders so they're not big <laughs> enough. About how they like to put their women in uh, clear plastic sheeting before they put them in the binder to keep them organized. How they have a different <laughs> color for each woman. <laughs> it's really funny. So you need to go in there and look Now at I that. did watch the debate so I did actually hear Romney say that they had binders full of women. And you know what? But I mean, you know what? Here. Listening to the debate I would have never guessed that that would have become a thing. Yeah, because I knew what he meant. I did too. You know, and so I don't actually think Romney like, said anything silly yeah, in that statement. Yeah, but the fact he, that people took off with it, it was, is that's so funny. funny. Yeah. And I actually thought the um, the vice presidential debate, and I don't usually watch the debates because politics make me a raving maniac. And, and what better time to discuss a presidential election and the debates than on our Halloween show? Of course, it is it's scary. scary shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But you're talking about the vice presidential debate. I just debate. thought that Biden was hilarious. I thought so, too. I mean, and so Fox News and, and the people who are very anti either Democrat, and, and I always like to remind people, I am neither Democrat nor Republican. I will vote, vote for the best person or the person who says and will do the things, mm-hmm. supposedly do the things, that support me as an individual and the things that I stand up for. And I'm a one-issue voter. So if you're against gay rights, I'm against you. And I'm pretty much a Green Party. Sure. And I yes, yeah. if I were a party, it would probably be a Green Party. I, w- I will vote Green as soon as it's large enough that it could actually accomplish something. Yeah, and so usually I vote Democrat because I'm pretty liberal, but I love I am in love with Ralph Nader. I know he hasn't run in a long time, right, but right. the man is like God to me. So But I like I like that uh Biden um he, you know, he smiled a few times while Ryan was making statements. He kind of guffawed a few times while I Ryan was, was making statements. And 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 they're saying, "Well, he's arrogant, he's whatever." And I'm all, "No, I think this is really what it is." He's an older man. He's been around the block in politics for a very long time. And Ryan was saying some things that he obviously felt opposite about. I won't even say whether or not I think who was right, who was wrong. Yeah, no, I just think his performance was funny. I it, think It was very funny. Yeah. But I don't think it was disrespectful. No, I think he was playing a game. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's all part of the game. And if you can't <laughs> handle it, then don't debate. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, and on that funny. note, I think we should listen to some more spooky music. Okay. What do you think? Do-do-do-do. So... Let's say we do. Oh, here's one of my favorite songs that I think is just a great tiki song for Halloween, and Small it's World. and it's by the Craze Mugs, and I'm just so happy that they're friends of the lounge, and they sent us their you know their latest CD, and, and we played it once or twice. Uh, uh, we have played this song before, but it's called Legend of the Lake Surfer, and it's one of those narrated type songs, oh, of course. and I really I really think it's cool. So giddy, the Craze right Mugs now. with the Legend of Lake Surfer. 
Legends of the Fall. And then we are going to play Kavakon and their song Zombie, because mm-hmm. that's that's very appropriate. And then another song with lyrics, and this is the Martini Kings and a song called A Deadly Vice. Oh. Doesn't that sound nice? A slot machine would be really good right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
listeners, if you weren't scared enough after that music, and, and, <laughs> and we are going to put the list of songs and artists mm-hmm. on SantikiLounge.com episode 263, uh, we were we were getting into politics a little bit, and we're gonna we're just gonna do one more little bit there before we move on, and we play a lot more great music for you because we're not done with that on our Halloween episode. I was thinking, which of the two presidential candidates, uh, the two main candidates, because yes. you know Roseanne Barr isn't really getting any votes. Well, but I mean, she's with the Green Party, right? But it's really Jill Stein that's running, not. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's not Roseanne Barr; it's Jill Stein. So I don't know what's going on. But with I that. saw her on my ballot. Yeah, I don't know what, unless she's a write-in. I don't know. No, she's not a write-in. But if you go to the Green Party website, it's Jill Stein that shows. Up. Oh well, so I did I not. Know. I did not check her because I know she has no chance in hell. But yeah, I, see, if I thought I actually voted for Nader, but I usually vote Democrat because the Green Party doesn't have a chance. Anyway, go ahead. So, which politician do you think is more pro tiki and pro rum? Mm, is that a, a bandaged? Together, pro-tiki, pro-rum? Yes, yeah. They kind of go together, hmm. I guess. Yeah. What do you think? I would go with Obama. Or uh, definitely Biden seems like he's throwing back the rum quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not, Rom- well, Biden, not Romney. <laughs> Biden was, Biden, I'm pretty sure, was around, um, you know, back in the days of the British Royal Navy and, yeah, and when shipping needed, rum when from they the West Indies. When they needed roses lime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around for quite a long time. So, yeah, I, I think it probably is the Obama ticket. Uh, oh, because, Romney's not drinking rum. Because he's a Mormon. He's a Mormon. And does not drink. Ryan looks like and, he could be a frat boy, so he might like his beer. And Romney has another problem, in addition to, because I say it's a problem that he doesn't drink rum. That's yes. a problem. Can't vote for a person who doesn't drink of rum. Of course not. But he um, he also uh, apparently doesn't know how to use a bar stool. That's according to Fox News. He was yeah. disadvantaged in the debate yeah. because he did not know how to sit on a bar stool because he's Mormon and doesn't drink. Right. Yes, because we're not, you know, nobody sits on bar stools in other places. Right. My kitchen table. Yes. Has bar stools. A diners. My, if you my go to a island, diner. My island and my kitchen has bar stools. Yes. I have bar stools all over the house, but my grandmother has bar stools your, at the island in her your kitchen. Your doctor's office has bar stools in the, in the office when you go to get a checkup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you sit on that instead of sitting on a... A regular chair. But apparently he's never, he never had, he didn't have a lot of experience on them because he doesn't go to bars. And so it was stacked against him. The debate Of course was. it was then they did that on purpose. Those wily, wily. It was, it was just, debates. it was just crazy. So I guess you have to say that Obama is the pro tiki pro rum. Yes. Because he can sit on a bar stool. Yes. And well, and Obama likes to vacation in Hawaii where yes. he spent quite a big deal of his life. Yes. And so, you know, that goes along with the tiki. I would say We're he's really tiki. stretching here, but I mean Well no, I would say that's pro tiki, don't you? Sure. Know, sure. I like, would go along likes, with that. He likes the tropical islands. Yeah. Now, um Here's a, you know, Halloween, a paranormal activity. Have you seen any of these movies? I actually have not seen any of them. So, I like horror movies, but I don't, I like old school horror movies. The thing now is, you, you come out with a horror movie, and if it does even remotely well, you come out with a new one every single October until yes. the franchise dies. And paranormal activity is on number four. And it's the same thing every time. There's some crazy whacked out kid, like little kid next door, or there's some crazy whacked out babysitter or neighbor. The or, first paranormal normal was good i read it was but why remake it in two three four five when the first one was so because good? people who are 16 17 18 19 20 years yeah. old are gonna take the go to a date movie and there's nothing wrong with that but they're gonna do these as date movies and they're they're the girls are gonna latch onto the boys they're they're big muscular arms and they're gonna say save me well, that's I'm why so i scared. take you to the movies and 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 of course the guy is gonna be like bitch i'm trying to eat my nachos pretty much or stick your hand in this popcorn bucket Yes, you know what yeah, I'm talking about. I do know yes. what you're talking about. What movie was that? 
I don't remember, but it's been in a lot of gags, too, like mm -hmm, different TV shows mm -hmm. now, too, but that's, it was pretty funny. If you ever, ever can't think of a way to get your girl or your dude mm -hmm. to grab your slong, you just take the popcorn bucket, poke a hole in the bottom, stick your erect penis through it, mm -hmm. and eventually, as the popcorn gets eaten... Mm -hmm. And hope she likes popcorn, because I don't like the, movie theater uh, popcorn, Yeah, that's true. So. She is going to... And, well, you know what? As long as you butter the popcorn, but don't salt it... Mm-hmm. Then you could also probably have intercourse. That's true. Don't salt it. Don't, Don't salt it. That would be bad for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Maybe a big owie. Well, let's do some more music. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So uh, here are three more songs. Now, here's here's one that I bet you a lot of folks have not found before. Okay. But it is out there, and I even pu I'll put a link on there how you can get it for free. And listener Curtis was the one who told us how to get it for free. It's by Russ Garcia, and it's called Monsters of Jupiter. And this is one of those like. Uh, it, it's like it's like space movie soundtrack, oh, and it's cool. very ethereal and kind of spooky. So Russ Garcia with Monsters of Jupiter, and then we're going to hear the Tiki Tones and their song, The Night of the Tikis, and then the Tikiaki Orchestra, who we all know and love, and their song, Crossing Kilauea. Oh, yeah, yeah so that, that is sounds, dangerous, Crossing Kilauea. It, it can be very dangerous and uh, very warm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't recommend Crossing Kilauea like all those folks at the Tony Robbins Firewalk did not too long ago, <laughs> and they all got burned. <laughs> they said, what was the, the from the, his rep that said that if you have so many people walking across fire that some of them are going to get burned? <laughs> well, I mean, that's true, though, because he does it, he does it where they do like 5,000 people over a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to get burned. There's going to be a pussy in the bunch. You yeah, know? damn burning their feet off. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Some more music for your Tiki Halloween party. And then we'll be back. And, and then maybe we'll give you one more song on the way out. And I think you're all just going to have a fabulous, fabulous Halloween
Halloween costume. Do you prefer to go mask or makeup? I actually I prefer makeup because the mask you get yeah. sweaty in. Yeah. I mean they have some really cool masks out there, but I can't keep them on for more than like five minutes. Sweaty is for the gym. Yes, yes. Yeah, but I don't mind I don't mind doing makeup. Now uh let's talk about our Halloween costumes All real right. quick. I am the hostess with the mostess for yes. the party, and I am going to be Medusa. Lovely, lovely Medusa. And the boyfriend is going to be Poseidon. Yes. And now we don't have someone coming as Athena who is part of the love triangle, but um uh, so I'm doing Medusa and I'm doing pretty Medusa. So yes. I don't have the big old snakes. I have kind of these um glitter snakes. 
Well, why not be have glitter yes. disco snakes, right? I have, a, I have a glittery dress, and I have a glittery wig, and I have glittery snakes, and I'm going to paint myself a lovely shade of pale green, and I am still looking for the press-on nails to make the outfit. I have a lovely purple lipstick for you to use. Ooh, that would be nice. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like a deep purple or a more violet? It's a deep purple. That would be good. Yes, okay. yes. And, and do, oh, do we have any glitter shimmer to put over it? I don't know. I can see. I might have some of Oh, mine. I do. I have lip gloss that Yay. I got as a sample. Okay, okay we're so, We just got really sidetracked like and teenage for girls on that. And for Halloween, you are going to be... Dolly Parton. And, and the senator? Kenny Rogers. How perfect. I know. So not scary, per no. se. Well, they're kind of, well. I don't know if he does pl- after plastic surgery, Kenny Rogers. That could be kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. It really is, because he's too smooth in places that you just don't believe. Yes, yes. And I'm, you like know, his, I'm... Like his balls. I'm like just it, living out my fantasy of, like, you know, I'm pretty flat-chested, so I'm borrowing our friend Big Boobs' maternity bra, which is like a G, <laughs> and I'm going to stuff that puppy. So we'll see how that turns out. But I, I have to go get my costume this weekend. I haven't got it yet, which is late for me. Usually I have it like a month ahead of time. Yeah, well, you know, there. It, so we're recording this show on, what, the 19th? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you'll be hearing it on about the 20th or later. And uh, Halloween being on the 31st, which is a Wednesday, which is not a great day for a party. So we're having the party on the 27th. But, uh, you know, I, I guess I, I should say that what should I say? I don't know because we're drunk. What was I talking about? Your Halloween costume. Oh, go take care of that now as soon as you hear this. Do not wait until the last two or three days because mm-hmm. the party stores are horrible. They're filled with kids who are screaming for costumes yes. their parents can't afford. And I hate half-assing my Halloween it costume. It is just terrible. And yeah, and a really good, a really well-pulled-off Halloween costume, you're going to go out and get something, and then you're going to have to go back two or three times because you're mm-hmm. going to go, you know what, it's not the right wig or it's not the right hair, it's not the right nails. And if you're unlike me and you're not doing drag, uh, well, you're still going to say, well, I still need a sword or an accessory. Yeah. Or something and like I that. don't tend to get my costume actually from. I get a wig from the Halloween store, but I usually go to like thrift shops to get the rest of my stuff. Yeah, I like I like the um, homemade look from when we were kids. Yeah, I think those are the best. No, I like they, those. they usually are. Yeah. Now, a guy uh, at our work party came as a grilled cheese sandwich. That's awesome. And it was completely made of recycled paper and recycled foam, and he won the contest. Yeah, it was a great because they costume. have imagination. In he them. spent nothing on it. It was literally recycled paper he pulled out of the recycle bin and then the foam and painted it, and it was awesome. Yeah, I think those are the best. And everybody wanted to eat them. Mm, well, because, I mean, he was a giant grilled cheese. He was a giant grilled cheese. A grilled oh, cheese Jesus. sandwich. Jesus Cristo. Well, I, I don't know about you, Starshine, but I've had a lot of fun um, with these little voiceover interludes between all the music. I think when you pack the music in, it's a better show. <laughs> well, listeners do sometimes say they want to <laughs> hear more music. saying that because we didn't talk as much as we usually do. We didn't. We didn't. And we, if Kehlani had been here, oh my she would God. have needed half the show just to talk about... She Apparently, she accidentally wrote down a list of subjects it this week. It had to be all political. Probably. All political. So good thing we didn't let her... She's not here because, you know, we gave you a little political, which is, again, spooky. Spooky, but barely any political. We yeah. didn't really talk about any topics a lot more shenanigans than anything else so i want to thank everyone for joining us here in the zen tiki lounge we are the tiki bar that lives in your head i want you to go to zen tiki lounge.com and i want you to check out our blog post there where you can get well the names of the songs and the artists that Mm -hmm. we played today and all of these songs are available for download online through, I always say, iTunes and emusic.com. And again, they don't sponsor the show, but they should. But emusic.com is about half the price of iTunes. But, you know, iTunes does have a bigger library. And in addition to getting the music, we gave you, you know, a couple little party tips. And we hope that you 
treasure Halloween as much as we do. And as I like to say, Halloween is gay Christmas. It is, huh? It, it really it's my is. my Christmas, too. It really is. And please, 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 please don't have a Halloween party without at least carving one pumpkin and putting a candle in it because... Or throwing that pumpkin there afterwards. There is something. <laughs> don't let your guests throw the pumpkins. There is something about that smell of the, the burning flesh of the pumpkin. Yeah, that, that it's just a good adds, smell. It just adds to the, the atmosphere. And then fog machine in. Yeah, throw mm-hmm. some fog machines in and some dim lighting mm-hmm. and and play some of the music that we have here. And roast those pumpkin seeds and put some uh, Lowry's season salt Ooh, on Lowry's. them or Worcestershire or something like Not that. It makes Lowry's. it tasty. So tasty. Well, tasty and toasty. We have one more song. All right. One more song. And this one is from a group called Trues, and it's T-R-U-U-S, and the song is Paikia. You should play the Halloween song. No, that's not Tiki at all. It could be if you added something else into it. So so we're going to end the show with this last song, and I'm so glad that you could join us here in the lounge, and we'll, we'll see you again in November. How about that? Okay, that sounds fine. We didn't even talk about our wonderful time that we had at Taboo well, I guess this we'll have weekend, to talk which about was that. the the Halloween uh, tiki event yes, that we yes. attended by uh, Rory Snyder and Amy Boylan out in Palm Springs. But we'll have to do that some other time. Yeah, maybe we're going to totally forget next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we won't do. It. Sorry, but we, sorry, Rory. We, we already played two sixty two. That was our live episode from the event. So you yeah, can go we listen there. to go listen to two sixty two, and that's probably what you're going to get. Was a good time. Well, as uh, as we always like to say here in the Zen Tea Lounge, thank you for listening, and until next time. Mahalo.